shit's about to hit the fan. You're listening to the Snack Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the Hey yo, it's Thursday, and you know what that means. This is episode 387. Welcome to Max Wrestling Tidal Wave with a T and another T. Title, not title. Thank you, Javis, for. Uh, I don't know why I didn't think of that originally, but it works. I love puns. Hey, Your that's cap- what I'm here for. You're here for a lot of things this week. Your captain has returned and still your world champion, along with your current television champion, LFA Moses Marquez. Hey, man. Top of the morning. Top of the morning, motherfuckers. Uh, we're also joined once again this week by DC Daniel Crimmins, waiting for an answer from his challenge last week. Very unexpected challenge, by the way. I still understand who the motherfucking Michael Chuck is, but I. <laughs> well, hopefully we find out a promo series. <laughs> and also joining us is the current knowledge champion, Travis Walker Anderson, and his challenger this week, the Phoenix. How are you both on title week? Chest is still a bit sore from yesterday. I'm all right. Yeah, I see you going shirtless this week to show it off. I was about to say, yeah, show it off there, bud. <laughs> since, I got oh. home, yeah, since I got home yesterday, I've literally just been letting her get to it. Has Your anybody chopped you yet? From the, oh, yeah, that's what, that was the first damn thing I was thinking when I saw that. <laughs> Knife edge chop. Right in the titty. Mm-hmm. Right, right in the titty. Oh. <laughs> Uh, do not stab me in the nipple. <laughs> I will punch you in the face. <laughs> so as you may have worked out, people, this week it is the Phoenix versus Travis Walker Anderson for the Knowledge Championship. It should have happened at Promo Slam, but fate intervened, as we said, and prevented us from having it. So two weeks later, we're ready for the title match. Yeah, I hope that's not really I hope that. that's not really <laughs> case. If it is, I'm downhill jumping. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not that early for us, but geez. So, um, Let's get to TikTok first, and I, I promise I will upload it to TikTok this week, but these are the free TikTok questions. Let's lay the talk down. You told the AEW guys to stay away. I don't play that game. So let's get into white. First question for TikTok. How do you feel about the fans turning on Liv Morgan? We're going to talk about it on this show, and I guarantee you it ain't going to be pretty. Question number two. Who else do you want to see Triple H bring back to WWE? There's been a lot of returns this past week, and we never thought we'd be asking this question. Who do you want to see go back to WWE? But it's a new era, and we're seeing a lot of familiar faces. Uh, And the third question is also about WWE this week. I'm sorry. Should Raw have an interim world champion? As a a topic that's been thrown around the internet this past week, and it's definitely uh, one you can make a case for, so... TikTokers, if you have anything to say on any of those three questions, do the whole stitch, tweet, not tweet, it's comment, comment, duet. comment, duet, that's the one. Not, that's tweet. You can tweet if you want, I don't care. Go for it. It's, it's the same handle, Max Wrestling UK. Tweet it out there. One day. <sighs> so let's jump straight into our headline this week. Um, <clears throat> the return of Karrion Cross, just the latest uh, of post-Vince returns to WWE. How many more are we going to see coming back? But more I'm sure, I'm sure there's more on the way. Up that bullshit mask. Yeah, yeah no, no, no mask, mask no gimpy suit. Oh, gimpy <laughs> suit. Uh, returned on Raw as well. Yes. 
they've been coming thick and fast in SummerSlam. Um, basically, Raw is now the real NXT 2.0. Slowly yeah. becoming, Two, yes. NXT 2.0 is two-point shit. We Which, got the actual 2.0. We're back on the to main NXT being developmental. Yeah. And the, guy, the people that became stars in NXT that Vince squandered are now becoming the faces of the main roster, which is great. Yeah. It's the way it should have been. Um, not, not so great for MLW. I mean, I think they've been advertising Cross, and obviously they've had to pull him now because Cross is back in WWE. Well, but I think they're letting him finish out the dates that he's already like signed, for, like the dates he had already agreed to. That's At least that's what I've been WWE like, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that should please people. I've heard some, seen some indie uh, hardcore fans that are upset that Cross went back to WWE because he's been going on the indie route lately. But if they're going to let him finish his dates, I don't doubt Triple H doing some, something like that. He He's not Vince. If they let him finish dates, then you know, what's the problem? Exactly. I don't see there being a problem. Um, but Cross immediately, I don't know if he targets Roman Reigns, but he certainly targeted Drew McIntyre on SmackDown. And then left a little clock for Roman with a TikTok. Uh, of course, reminiscent of the cross that we know and love from NXT and not the gimpy cross that we saw in the Vince era. Gimpy cross. Gimpy cross. <laughs> the dude from uh, Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my exactly. God. Oh. Honestly, of all the returns we've gotten, I think that was the best done. Yeah, certainly the most impactful. Um, I hope Drew's head is okay because that was fucking bouncing off those steps. Oh yeah. Well, like, if you look back at it, and maybe I'm wrong, but it looked like you know because he had Drew's hand, head right on his hand. Yeah. It looked like it was his hand that was hitting. So we hope Cross's hand is okay. <laughs> yeah, we're worried about his hand. Can be hurt than Drew's head. <clears throat> Cross has a um, bad history of getting injured at the worst possible times. So if he's seriously. Don't break your hand on your debut, re-debut. Hold him back a little bit then to make sure he doesn't <laughs> that, that being said, I mean, we do need to get through Clash of the Castle first before we even consider Cross going after one of those two because it's Drew versus Roman in, in Cardiff, which is extortionate, might I add. The prices of those damn tickets, even the cheap seats are not cheap. Damn. No. Because, you know, they think you guys are all made of money. They think we're all fucking made of money. Like, we didn't just yeah. go through a goddamn Yeah, we've pandemic. been saving for this for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> you finally get a main pay-per-view, and they hike the prices up. I was like, they think you guys are sitting on bars of gold or something out there? You're just, like, cashing them in just for the WWE show? About that, I mean, yeah. whoa. What the fuck? About how bad is it? Like, like what you would like, normally expect to pay for, like, I don't know, mid-tier? Those are the cheapest possible seats you can get right at the top, and it's a stadium, so they're way up the top. I think they were talking like those seats were like over a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> that's fucking bullshit. I'm not Plus, paying it. Not even. And then if they're gonna want to try to give me that shit so far, then I'm definitely not going over to Mania. Not happening. And a lot of them now are scalpers too, so even more expensive. I was gonna say, yeah, they don't fucking help bastards. We we got Metallica here in town tonight, and cheapest seats like a hundred bucks. Damn. I don't want to say like that's not surprising. That is Metallica, though. Yeah, it's Metallica. They all about the money. It's Lars. <laughs> they're, 
goddamn Lars, he's like, you know what? I, I made 75 cents more last year. You better hike that price. Like, God, you motherfucker. Oh, uh, to be fair, Stranger Things. Kind yeah. Of Kid, that, kids know who we are again now. So Stranger yeah. Things. That's how, Stranger Things has hiked the prices up. You goddamn television watchers. Basically, you know those prices? Turn them upside down. You see what I did there? Uh, uh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the other returns that we've had since SummerSlam, obviously, I wasn't here to talk about it last week. Bailey's trio. I'm really enjoying. Um, Dakota's getting some exposure. EO's getting some exposure. Bailey fucked up the names. Yes, like, <clears throat> she said it with so much certainty. I thought, oh, shit, they haven't changed Dakota to Dakota Sky, too, have they? But no. Uh, she messed the name up. It's Dakota Sky still, thankfully. For now. For now, <laughs> maybe somebody's in the background. Hey, like, that sounds know, pretty good. It's not a bad idea. Maybe they're related. We can call them the Sky Sisters. No, don't do that. You could just hear that screaming, Vince. If he heard yeah. it, if he was still there, yeah, he'd be do screaming. Do not put that energy out <laughs> in the universe. Don't do it. <laughs> He's already like sending text messages. Hey, Steph, I got an idea. Yeah, or or Steph's probably the one texting him actually. Guarantee. Yeah, what do you got for me? He's probably sitting in his mansion throwing shit at, at you know, the fact that fans are actually somewhat enjoying the show now. What do you mean the show's popular again? <laughs> I, I so want to see Vince sitting at home watching his product. Yeah, um, that's how I, I've been thinking the same thing. Do you think he watches the show and like, oh, this is shit? Uh, you know he watches it. You know Absolutely. He, he, he may be retired, but he ain't. Taking his yeah. eye off the ball, and he's still a majority shareholder too. Um, well, until he has to pay off all these legal fees. Well, yeah, another five million. Another five million. Jeez, you get five million. You get five million. You get Literally, five million. that's what it's like. Um, an idea I've seen thrown around this week is Triple H bringing War Games to Survivor Series. War Games. Do it. No. Absolutely, do it. No. Do no. it. I say no strictly because. NXT needs something special for them. That means I have to watch NXT 2.0. Main roster has Hell in a Cell. They've got Elimination Chamber. You know, NXT, what special Uh, match they have? You know what my response is to that? Potato, tomato. Who gives a shit? I don't know what I mean. And NXTs do need something, but that means you got to watch it. Not only do you have to watch it, but then you have to make sure that these guys are going to be safe enough in this environment. And that's my biggest. That's my biggest qualm. As much as I just wanted to make the, you know what? And I know Mo. I know you've seen the movie. Bring back the triple cage. Yes. The nostalgia feels are strong, and I love it. Didn't they actually question, do the triple again, cage with Jeff and DDP? Is it going to? Well, yeah. Could you do it the right way? That's always the first question. Can it be done the right way? With the right, it's gonna be done without tarnishing like WCW without throwing everybody into the ground. WCW is already tarnished. Yeah, can can it be done with David Arquette riding a motorbike down the ramp and into the ring? That's the only way. It's the only way. (laughs) Well, he survived Nick Gage, so I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. My respect for David Arquette's gone way up. I mean, I've always kind of liked him, but like nobody took him seriously as a wrestler, and then he went and pretty much tried to get himself killed. Well, yeah, he was. That is not the way I thought of it, but okay. <laughs> no, he was a he was a fucking fan, and the guy got a shot, and they literally 
instead of giving the David Flair push where he actually had to, you know, work matches and do some stuff and got some fucking, you know, storylines, they just said, hey, here, you hold this thing for a little bit and piss off the whole world. Okay. And we'll, we'll promote your movie. Oh, yeah, and we'll promote your movie. Okay. That was Shivani's idea. Yeah. <sighs> that was a butts and seats. Hey, we, we still love Ready to Rumble, Tony, so you're good. Yeah, work for us, man. It's a gu- it's a guilty pleasure. I I no, think I'm ready to that. rumble. Do ready to rumble two with Stephen and Mel instead of David Arquette. That's what I want. Hey, Logan no, Paul, don't don't space jam my ready to rumble, goddamn it! <laughs> don't do it. Oh man, space jam just you know, becomes Stephen and Mel. That that could work. I like I want that. it. I want it so again. bad. Yeah, on Space Jam. I, I don't care. Rumble. I don't care. Keep LeBron James away from it, it and you're fine. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Keep Fox away from it. Jeez. It's not thing. like it, I'm it, saying, like, put Shaq as David. Okay, well, here's the thing. And I know it's <laughs> we're fucking way off on the tyrant on that thing. In my opinion, the only way that can work is it's got to be a way. As funny as it can be and probably should be, it's got to be grittier. You can't. After that movie had come out, you can't have fucking movies like The Wrestler come out and then make another wrestling movie without it being fucking a little grimy. You know what I mean? Oh, The Wrestler was an awesome movie. (laughs) I showed it to my stepdaughter. She's like, is this real? I'm like... Have Heyman write it. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong there. And keep Kevin Dunn way the fuck away from it. Go over there. And Russo. And And Russo. How many camera cuts are we doing for this fucking movie? I'm surprised Kevin Dunn's still fucking there. Well, no. the enough. problem is that I read the guy that was being groomed to replace him is the guy that they fired a few months, well, a while ago. So they got nobody to take over at short notice that can do Kevin Dunn's job, apparently. I can. Go to camera 10. Go to camera 10. 10, 11. I mean, 11, 10, didn't Triple H basically do Kevin Dunn's job when he was running NXT? I think so. Trips, you do it. Do it yourself. Come on, motherfucker. Find some graduates from Full Sail, and there you go. Bingo. Right? Where's some film majors at? Come on. Can't do Kevin Dunn's job. You're telling me it's difficult to do 37 camera cuts a minute and be a sexist asshole? You know, Warner Brothers, they they got a lot of cuts going on right now. You know, somebody needs a job. Deservedly so. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for standing by the wrong people. Um, But on the topic of war games, um, obviously we got these groups of women feuding right now in WWE, Bailey's trio and Bianca teaming with whoever she can get her hands on, to be honest. Any baby faces. Um, Becky should be back, like, literally just in time for Survivor Series if everything goes according to plan with her shoulder recovery is she does she not have to have surgery not that i not that they i know of anything i feel I like she's like a basic that. couple of months that's recovery. what i'm worried about but well i mean like if it was like she like because they said separated shoulder now there's a big difference between a separated shoulder and a dislocated shoulder yeah a dislocated shoulder sucks like a motherfucker but you can pop it back in give it a couple of like a week or two to heal and you're pretty much fine Separating your shoulders sometimes means torn ligaments, broken bones. So, 
I want to know, has there been like an MRI on her or is it just that, that she, you know, she had popped out and they're calling it a separated children to make it more severe? I think it's only been just their word. Okay, so I haven't seen nothing. So like, they're just nothing official. Got it. Yeah, I don't think it could be that bad if she like f- literally finished the match. Yeah. Well, I just didn't I mean, seem well, to be in not... that much pain. Well, I mean, you got to think of it like this. Finn, Finn wrestled that whole match against Seth with a separated shoulder as well. True. Yeah. That's what I base most of this stuff off of. So I, I the, the adrenaline factor, whatever the fuck. Except, I'm basing time of recovery on, you know what I mean, like that. Yeah. I'm hoping it's, it's bad. Finn did his shoulder twice in that match, didn't he? Because the first time he popped yeah, he it popped back. it back in the first time, yeah. like a fucking <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> but leave it out, bud. Let's be honest; the injury was his fault in the first place. I'm trying sure. to grab the barrier. Uh, yeah, don't grab the fucking thing; just land on the bitch. I mean, I know it's just instinct, but still, true. true. Oh well, and, you know, I, I will say this, and this is just an idea. Instead of Balor leading Judgment Day, have Karrion Cross lead it. Yeah. Judgment A Day needs something. Where, where the leader keeps getting destroyed. <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> sounds like no, no, I, 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 just I mean, but you could get you Scarlet and uh, Rhea in the tag tournament. That way. You can have I them mean, both beat up know. Dominic. I don't know if it would work Scarlet if, or if they like could that, go together. I, I know, but I mean, there's I'm worse things out there. She's a valet, <laughs> my guy, not a not a beat. Oh, I know, not a, not a women's. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a, like agreeing or disagreeing, but uh, I was just right. saying, you know, you could make it work if Carrion took over Judgment Day like that. Yeah, but um, like. Judgment Day needs something because, like, Edge got kicked out, and we've said they kind of lost their edge. I didn't mean to turn that into a pun. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and now Edge is talking about destroying it already, so what was the point? You know how fucking confusing it is, by the way, to, to like, not watch this product and then give this product a shot? Like, because I'm, like, watching, and all of a sudden I hear the Judgment Day music, and I didn't think it was the Judgment Day music. I was like, oh, cool, it's Edge coming out. Nope. <laughs> I think the whole point of the Judgment Day was just to have Rhea Ripley beat up little boys. That's yeah. okay. And it's not memorable since he formed even with Edge in charge. I'm sorry. Think about... No, but yeah, I, I just... It might be because I'm not really watching, but I, I just don't see the purpose in it. It, hey. it, don't, it don't make sense to me. I actually did watch both SmackDown and Raw this week. First time in a long, long time. And... Judgment Day are just like another tag. It's just literally Finn and Damien uh, as a tag team, and then Rhea's running around after Dominic, beating him up. But yeah. when they did have Edge as a leader... I was going to say, it's, it's alright. When they did have Edge, they did kind of have more of a gimmick. Yeah, now they're just there. Yeah. And Edge is going to destroy them already. Terrible. And Dominic's going to turn heel. Yeah, he's going to get infatuated with Rhea. Cool. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. He, he'd be like, Carrion, you still got that little gimpy soup thing? I'm obviously, you know, I'm not gonna... you know what's in the warehouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Oh, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure Rhea's got her own. To be honest, she's like, "Don't worry, I got a suit for you." <laughs> just get out of there. That's Buddy Matthews. You know, I'm sure he might let let him borrow it. Right. Oh, he gets bigger, so he can. You know, he's like, "No, no, I'm too big. You can't dominate me." And then, I, you know what? I was gonna say that. Like, I was watching. Di- we're gonna get to Dynamite later, but when House of Black came on the screen and all you saw was the back of Buddy's shoulder and head, I thought. That's too big to be Buddy. Who the fuck's that? I said, yeah, who the fuck is that massive fucker? That dude beefed up. No, we said all of them. The entire house of everybody looked funny. Like, even Brody looks more trim. Malachi all of a sudden looks buffer. All like, where the fuck did you get buff? (laughs) And then just Buddy Buddy fucking Matthews, every time I turn around, dude, he's blowing up. Yeah. Um, All right, we got... Much more to talk about, but first, it's time for stupid shit people say online. This is shit Mark say. OMG, Kevin Nash. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Tell me you did not just say that. WTF, thought he was dead, LOL. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. All right, anything from TikTok this week? Shockingly, I have not been on TikTok all week. Wow. So I'm not even going to like bother to search it or nothing like that. I have been hearing of um, pretty much just all the live hate. And yeah. that's pretty much what I've been seeing on like the little bit that I have scrolled. And it's just the people that were all for live are shitting on live, saying that there's there was no story behind it. That she doesn't make sense as a champion. Why are they pushing the fact of this whole thing? And I'm like, you do know how to make a star. Like, this is how it goes. They were building the fuck out of her for, I want to say, like a year. And then we were, it was, especially the most of us, we were like, okay, dude, now's the time. Give her the push. Now's the time. Give her the push. They squandered her. We felt it was done. It was over with. They gave her another shot. Now they're pushing the her and Ronda thing, and there's nobody more. There's no bigger name out there that you could push against anybody than Ronda. I mean, yeah, you could say Charlotte, but she wasn't going to let you win shit. So, I mean, at least Ronda is shockingly being cooperative, which is nice. I mean, the last, the last, uh, the way the match ended was weird, but anything to keep it going is the idea behind it. So, it's literally the same, almost the same way that Ronda lost the last time. Shady finish. And, you know, I'm reminded of that Daniel Bryan promo from years ago, calling the fans fickle. Oh, and they are. Love it. Like, you want Liv, they say, okay, here you go. Remember, we wanted Kofi. They gave us Kofi. And what happened? They started booing him. We're really yeah. supposed to take him. We can't take him seriously. He's a- we wanted Lashley as a champion. They gave it to us. We born. Born. Stale. Literally, we... Exactly. It, it, it is the perfect word for the perfect amount of fans. They're fickle. They want it, want it, want it. They're that spoiled kid. They want it until they get it, then they don't want it no more. Exactly. And it's always when they become a champion. Yep. Yeah. Like I understand not liking the finish at SummerSlam. It 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 made no sense. If you got one second left for the pin, don't tap. But obviously they had to do it to keep Ronda looking strong and then get her to flip and then suspend her for God knows how long again. 
but why are you taking your frustrations out on this girl that you've been pushing for two, like the fans I'm talking to, pushing for two years to be taken more seriously? Yeah, now she's a champion. Fucking Chad, he will fuck right off. Um, so let's see what the uh, the marks have been saying. So first of all, um, I'm not going to change his name because he changed it himself after Russell Cringe posted him. Nice. Um, <clears throat> he said, <coughs> oh, by the way, his name is Worry About You. Uh, kindly reminder that AEW fans wouldn't hate Cornette or constantly call him a racist if he loved AEW. We definitely would. First off, I never call him a racist, and I just hate him because I hate him. I mean, hell, I actually fucking protected the goddamn guy when he was talking about that. Uh, he was what, what was the goddamn line? He made it on on Trevor Murdoch saying he was an old school wrestler, something about like you could fucking strap chicken to his back and send him up Ethiopia or some bullshit like that. And I'm like, dude, yeah, do we even know what the fuck he's talking about? Like to get up to get mad, or are you just mad that he brought up the word Ethiopia? Like the fuck. But nope, it's gigantic war. The guy was the guy made the NWA show fucking watchable. I'm not gonna I'm gonna say it just like that. I don't give a shit. That show is boring as fuck. But when he was on there just to listen to his commentary, it was a little bit worth it. I don't I am not a, a, a cornet thumper. I don't carry the, the, the book of cornet saying all he says is correct because he, you know, used to watch circus wrestling or what have you. But he can be entertaining. I just think. He can be. No. Most of the time, he is just a prick, though. Um, yeah. But he's also said some, not very many, but positive things about AEW. Just because he mostly trashes the company because he doesn't like Kenny, he doesn't like the Bucks. I have heard him praise AEW at times. You know, that's mm -hmm. like that's what people expect out of him. Like, yeah. And he knows it, so he's going to play into that. Yeah. To make him the monies. Uh, also, I'd love to know how this guy feels about Vince. Oh, bro, his knee pads are ready. You said Vince is ready to go. <laughs> he probably thinks Vince did nothing wrong. Right. Yeah, because he doesn't love AEW. Uh, next up, first name, Mike. Last name, Hunt. <laughs> You're joking, right? No, that's just the name I gave him. His, his, first, his first name is Mike, though. Um, Mike says... How great! Oh, actually, yeah, I shouldn't be so upbeat about this one because it's pretty dark. Um, in response to Ric Flair, he said, "How great would it have been if you died in the ring? What a last match that would have been!" Oh God, what is wrong with you? The sad reality is, like, this is probably that guy that has no idea that there has been a more than a handful of deaths inside of wrestling rings, and, and not also, during like, death matches and shit. Rick wasn't exactly healthy in that ring. Would he pass out no. twice because he was dehydrated? Twice. And yeah, he was Undertaker had to take his beer. <laughs> My man was gonna... partying the whole time. He, I mean, he wasn't drinking water and staying hydrated and doing like the right. He'd fucking be a dumb training with fucking uh, goddamn Jay Lee. They'll go crack a fucking beer. All right, come on, we're going to do this stuff. Like, bro, drink a fucking water, pal. And of all the people to talk some sense into him, of course, it's The Undertaker. I'm going to drink six beers. Nope, you're going to drink these two Gatorades first. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Even after he's retired, Taker's still leading the locker room. Right. But, uh, dude, why do you have to insist on wishing death on an old wrestler? Just be like, I don't want to see him wrestle anymore either, but come on. Why wish death on anyone? 
Exactly. Right? Like you could have something that you absolutely hate. Don't don't put that negativity on somebody. Should that matchup happen? Hell no. Was Ric Flair could Ric Flair conceivably have died in that ring? Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. But the and, fact that you're like you were hoping for it, you were in your little fucking corner, like come on, come on, come on, that's fucked the hell up, bro. Like you would want somebody to die in the ring in front of his children, his grandchildren. You would want them to see their family member die right in front of them. The hell is wrong with you? This is Sigma where I changed his last name to Hunter. Stuff like that. He deserves to be be beat up. Uh, and finally, we have Joseph the Demon. So badass, he hides behind sunglasses, a hat, and a bandana. That um, sounds like the most badass badass to ever badass. <laughs> Create a superstar, kind of guy go wild. Badass tattooed on his badass. <laughs> um, so obviously, Vince, um, another five million was uncovered this past week. Joseph says. The guy is retired, but no DQ has nothing negative to say about the company anymore, so they need to drag up old stuff. Cannot blame you, though. You're just listening to your boss, Tony Khan. It's Why not- does everybody think everybody's paid by Tony Khan because now <laughs> that there's another show? When NWA started, did everybody say that you're getting paid by fucking Jim Cornette and, and fucking NWA? Or fucking, uh, did everybody get this part of the Smashing Pumpkins money? No, motherfuckers. You know, th- this guy needs... You know, I think this guy's just confused. You know, he need, he's got his cons mixed up. It's Nick Con. <laughs> there you go. Get it, get it right. I also, I also don't understand why they're getting so pissed off that it's being reported about how much Vince, that, that they keep finding more embezzlement from Vince. Like, it, we're not reporting a story just because we hate Vince. They're it reporting is, it, it because it's news. WWE it's, are the ones that reported it. Right. <laughs> I was just going to thank you. They literally said, hey, we found another $5 million in payments. What the fuck's going on? But no, you got to protect Daddy Vince because people are being but, mean to him. But hey, Tony Khan apparently owns WWE too. Yeah, who who oh. knows? I don't think he knows that with all the blow, but he does. I mean, hey, I bought that too. All and, right, let's go. Yeah, white claws. <laughs> don't forget them. Oh, the claws. Ain't no, claw, ain't no laws when you mess up with the claws. Ah, but this is why they are marks, and that's the shit they say. Now, we're going to go back in time to the days where long hair and spandex meant two things. You were either a glam metal star or a wrestler. It's This Week in Wrestling History. All wore spandex in the 80s. Um, there's a, there's a lot of TNA this week. It's, it's hard, hardcore, hard justice, uh, month. So August 7th, 2002, Ron, the truth killings made history by becoming the first ever African-American NWA world champion. He defeated Ken Shamrock to become the second NWA world champion of the TNA era. Yes, people. Truth was a world champion. Isn't it funny that both first time African-Americans wore the name Ron? (laughs) Right. <laughs> Never Ron realized Ron that. Yep. <laughs> um, 
August 7th, 2011, Kurt Angle won the TNA world title for the fifth time, defeating Sting at Hardcore Justice. Angle set a new record as both of them entered this match as four-time champions. And August 8th in 2010, following an invasion of ECW originals, Impact presented an all-ECW pay-per-view, call it One Night Stand 2.0 if you want, transforming Hard Justice into Hardcore Justice, featuring Raven and Tommy Dreamer renewing their classic rivalry, refereed by Mick Foley, and Rob Van Dam defeated Sabu in the main event. There's, there's Cactus right there. Um... Yeah, and then it led to like a new ECW stable, was it EV 2.0, Extreme Violence 2.0, something like that. What the fuck kind of name is that? Oh, well, you gotta look, TNA writers at the time. Jesus. Yeah, this this was peak stupid idea TNA. Tell me. Uh, now we're going way back. What's that? Beginning of the end. Yeah, well, it was the beginning of the end of the TNA era because this was 2010 when Hulk and Bischoff was around. Tell you, brother, we got a great idea this week. August, we're going to bring the Nasty Boys back for a tag match. <laughs> Not the Nasty Boys. No, the fuck you ain't. <laughs> Not the Nasty Boys. <laughs> oh, God. Um, August 9th, 1997, at Road Wild, Hollywood Hogan defeated Lex Luger for his third WCW World Championship. Um, after Luger previously ended Hogan's near one-year reign as champion, this was the second time all three members of the NWO held titles at the same time, as Hall and Nash lost by DQ to the Steiner Brothers the same night retaining the tag team titles. On the same night, Sabu defeated Terry Funk in a barbed wire match to win his second ECW world title at Born to be Wired. But it was tape delayed and it was aired in segments across weekly TV. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the last time that ECW ever did a barbed wire match because that match was a clusterfuck. <laughs> it, it doesn't baffle me at all to believe that. I see the Luger thing. I never understood that even now because it's like. Luger had just won the title the previous Monday. Yep. Yeah. The hell was the point of that? I mean, at, I mean, it's still not as bad as Sting winning and losing the title on the same night. Still not that bad. Oh, that yeah. one makes me the most mad. But the, no, the reality is, is that was my first title change as chi- as a young child was my, to see the guy, the one guy that I gravitated the most, Lex Luger, beat Hogan, and I'm like, cool, the NWO is dead. Fuck no. <laughs> Hogan's no. not dead. No, I didn't. I did not realize the power of Hogan until like I heard my dad start talking about him. I'm like, wait, how in the fuck? God damn it, he is an old fucker. And, like, and that's when I realized half of WCW was like, oh, we've been doing this for 17, 17 years? The fuck? I love how you got the original trio of NWO. You think NWO is going to die, and then it turns out they have like 52 fucking members on. <laughs> They've gone, you know, black and white. And they ain't going black. nowhere. Jesus, man. Um, Moving on to August 10th, 2008. Beer Money won their first TNA tag team titles together, defeating LAX at Hard Justice. To this day, those two teams have the most combined days as Impact TNA tag team champions. Nice. Love beer money. 
And finally, today in history, August 11th, 2019, Seth Rollins shocked the world by defeating Brock Lesnar one-on-one for the Universal Championship. This was also the first time in his career that Brock lost the world title clean. We had Paul Heyman interfere. We had uh, Goldberg help Eddie win. What about when he was in the threat with uh, Kurt and Big Show? Didn't he lose it clean to uh, Roman a couple years ago? Uh, Because Braun kept teasing about cashing money in the bank, so I think he was like a little distracted from that type of thing. Yeah. Didn't Uh, he show ringside, Braun? Maybe. Was was Heyman involved in that triple threat? I know he was in Big Show's corner at one point. Then he went to Kurt Angle. Oh God, that fucking feud. Was it vengeance? It was vengeance, right? Jesus Christ! Yeah. He, he was literally on any anybody's fucking side, like every other week. He didn't know. I'm gonna fact check because somebody else oh. said it was the first time he lost clean, and now I feel cheated. Vengeance 2003. Ah, uh, da 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 da. I think he well, took a Kurt Angle one. To after Brock won the title back, he took a at Mania. And uh, I think Heyman took a step back until he was named general manager. There doesn't seem to be any shenanigans, and you can't get DQ'd in a triple threat anyway, so I guess technically Vengeance was the first time he uh, lost the title clean. Yeah, and he pinned Lesnar too, so he didn't pin Big Show. So there you go. Thank you, Phoenix. You're welcome. Max Wrestling and Promo Fans Tuning In Worldwide. I need to start this off by saying welcome to Tidal Wave. (laughs) Oh, Captain, Captain, Captain. You say fate intervened at Promo Slam. Because I was unable to compete because I got, well, let's just say I got seasick. Now, Captain, 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 you said that fate has intervened. And, you know, I appreciate, I truly appreciate that you are giving me a rematch. But you think it's funny that you made it a triple threat. Now, before I get into this triple threat, I do want to apologize. I want to apologize to my brothers and sisters of the House of Ashes. As I've been saying since the debut of House of Ashes, I've always said the house always wins. Now, Moses, my brother, I welcome you proudly, and I am honored to welcome you to the House of Ashes. Congratulations on retaining the TV title. But see, at promo series, the captain wants it to be the house 
versus the jury. You have to defend your TV championship once again against Cypher. And then I, I have to battle not just one member of the jury, but two. I have to face the captain who has proven to be dominant in promo competition. He wouldn't be world champion if he wasn't. And then there's Chad the lawyer, Malcolm. That little fucking weasel of a person. Chad, I have no idea what business you have anywhere near the world championship. What have you honestly done to deserve to be in this triple threat match? Lose to me in trivia? Enter a tournament and then only do half of the work making me do the rest? When I don't even fucking work for you. Well. Captain. Have you forgotten who I am? Maybe. Just maybe. I remind you. Chad, Chad Malcolm, the captain, Dazzy Lee, don't forget, I know where you live, I know where you work, it'd be a real scary, terrible thing. If you go to work at the movie theater, you go to Odin, and at the end of the movie, you gotta go inside and clean in the darkness. You see, the darkness is where I like to hide. It's where I feel safe. And right now, I'm in a real dark place. And I'm looking for the both of you. Now I see, I, I know a promo series is going to be me versus the captain and Chad. You would think that the odds are against me because it is a triple threat. Two members of the jury and then there's just me from the house of ashes but I'm never alone I have all the thoughts and all the different personas in my head and they tell me that I will end you both I will destroy you and I'll get the gold. I'll get the world title. And that sounds like fun. See you soon. <laughs> Ooh, brother, man. Walker. 
Why are you so angry? Now listen, Chad. Desarino, my brothers. I know, I know, I know. Y'all are on the other side. Y'all are on the side of the Germans. But over here in the house, we are all about that love. Now, don't let what he said scare you. Because not all forms of us, the Walker, for me, you can call me King Walker Love. And not all of us are mean and scary like him. So, just settle down. Chad, it's okay. You're still safe to go to work. Because we're not going to handle it at the Odin. We're not going to handle it at your home. In fact, we're going to handle it right here on Max Wrestling, brother man. We will handle it one-on-one. Well, more like two-on-one. But it's okay. It's okay. We'll see you soon. Hear me or love me. Hell, you may even grow to hate me. I don't give a shit. Because at promo series, there's a storm coming. And that storm starts and is brewing inside of me. I lost my chance at Promo Slam. I will not tarnish another opportunity to become world champion. The captain or that weasel Chad Malcolm neither one of you is going to be able to stop what's coming because I am healthier and I am full of fucking energy and I'm ready and itching for a fight so thank you captain thank you for making this a triple threat because not only will I get to take out one member of the jury but I'll take out two all at the same time Nothing is going to stop me from becoming world champion once again.
This is Velvet Sky. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. It's the ultimate Vanessa, your girl's name is wrestling. Hey, Preston Vancer, a.k.a. number 10 of the Dark Order. Hey, this is Tommy Tree. Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here. This is the voice of Killer Cross. And you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. And you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Max Wrestling Podcast. And we're about to take it to the max. We're about to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. We're going to take it to the max. Take it to the max. Welcome to the madhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the madhouse. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. Welcome back to Max Wrestling Title Wave. Still to come, the Phoenix challenges the Walker for the Knowledge Championship. But first, like us, follow us, watch us, hit that subscribe button, and don't miss our next special event. Promo Series 7 Rising Storm arrives on November 24th. As Travis has described it, Promo Series is usually the event where shit hits the fan. Um, and as you saw during the break, Mr. Larkin has declined the challenge. For a promo exhibition um but you know what i think he forgot who calls the shots around here like, you don't get to just invade the show and talk a lot of shit and then refuse when we give you something so hey if you want to be a part of promo series like you said this is the match take it or leave it well, let me kind of speak my piece there uh -oh. you got a guy that wants to be back that says he's back, correct? Gentlemen, right. did he say he's, he's back? He did. All right. Nobody's beating the door down to challenge you, dude. Nobody. Love the way you put that. Travis, you're not. Mo, you're not. Venus, you're not. Dazzy, you're not. No, I still want my match with the Demon S. I'm, <laughs> I'm busy in the main event in the Triple yeah, me too. world title, so I don't give a shit about it. all that shit to do. You want to be back. So is the old saying, uh, put up or shut up. You know, do it or crawl back into your hole somewhere. Step up or step aside. Beautifully said. So there you go. You declined the invitation for the 400th episode. Said you want to be a promo series instead. We give you an opportunity. Well, DC gave you an opportunity. So there it is. Take it or leave it. Either be a part of promo series and face DC, or don't. Also, um, whoever leaves yeah. here today as knowledge champion will have to defend it with honor in the traditional winner stays on gauntlet against three challengers, the last of which will be none other than yours truly, competing for the knowledge championship for the first time ever. <laughs> At Promo Slam, Cypher answered the open challenge, but was blindsided by these two fuckers in the House of Ashes. This time, there's no sneak attacks. It's Cypher challenging Moses for the TV title, and it's gonna be the first ever TV triathlon. We're gonna do promo, then trivia, then back to promo to decide who walks out of promo series the TV champion on the title's first anniversary, which was won by Moses the first time last year at promo series. So there you go. It's already pre-written in the snow. Already rhyming, here we go. And in another first ever 
It is a world title, triple threat, cinematic promo exhibition, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's the captain, the walker, the lawyer. There's a joke there somewhere. We walked into a bar somewhere. For my world title, Travis couldn't compete, well, couldn't complete our match at Promo Slam, so I'm giving it one more shot, but this time I'm bringing my goddamn lawyer. I need to take some, uh, next time we do a pirate theme, I'm going to take some seasick pills or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, I love you. You got C-sickness. <laughs> uh, we'll also be predicting Survivor Series and crowning the group MVP. Is anybody ever going to take the damn thing away from Travis? We'll find no, out at Promo Series. Um, if you want to be group MVP, you need to post and comment within 28 days of Promo Series to take the damn title off Travis because he's had it for like, what, a year and a half now? Something like that. Almost. <laughs> He's not going to let anyone else have it. The thing is, he doesn't even post and comment as much as he used to. He's giving you, he's yeah. giving people a chance. I, there was like this one, I think it was like leading up to promo mania. Like I just like stopped for like weeks, several weeks. And then in the last week, nobody was like posting or nothing. I'm like, I gave y'all a chance. All right. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You know, there's always two people that are right below you in second and third, and it's DC and Chad. Chad's trying. He, he, I think Chad, man, he just tries a little too hard, I think. Well, he said he was going to be the first ever group MVP because he was just going to keep posting, hello, hi, <laughs> what's up? What's happening? <laughs> he, he's just a little weasel, man. Yeah. Oh, just one of there was one that I really just, tried just to go the term, uh, Mo, and I know you'll know the term. That is, that's some buckery right there. Oh, some buckery. Oh. Pat Buckfreeze. Like, I, I want to uh, just, like, let someone have it. Like, I don't care to lose it at this point. I've had it for, like, a year. I'm good. Anybody <laughs> else can have it, but not Chad. I will Anybody be damned. I will be damned to let him take it from me. Well, now he's, now he's just going to try and take it. He's literally he can just going to start, like, reposting shit three years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is what we'll do. I, while, uh, until um, we start trivia, yeah, I'll just uh, start posting now. Well, trivia's up next. It's For more off. information, okay. go to maxbrowson.net slash promo series 7. Um, mm, next, what should we do next? Let's go for the Knowledge Championship. It is, well, at Promo Slam, because it was pyrofiend, it was supposed to be three pieces of knowledge so it's three stages of knowledge for the knowledge title first up is championship title sequence god damn uh we'll give the challenger the choice phoenix would you like the raw women's title or the impact knockouts title oh title. <laughs> raw women's okay so you know the rules all you gotta do is tell me who comes next in this sequence Okay. Normally, I would give you 15 seconds, but I trust you. So, the sequence is Sasha Banks. Don't get too close. Asuka and Rhea Ripley. Who came next? Oh, you bastard. Um... <laughs> you could have gone like six different ways after I mentioned Sasha. Right, seriously. I don't, uh, and then you mentioned Rhea. I'm like, oh, who the hell be there for it? All right, a couple more seconds. Do I get a steal? <laughs> no, you got your own. <laughs> who are you going with? 
Charlotte. Charlotte. The sequence That's is what I was say. Sasha, Asuka, Rhea, and then there was that bullshit decision at WrestleMania, which gave oh, Charlotte God. the title. Was it WrestleMania? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was that the, no, that was the NXT title. When did she Please. beat Rhea? But anyway, it was Charlotte Flair. But no, yeah, you're right. The WrestleMania was NXT. Um, all right. Um, I don't know if Impact it, actually it, favors Travis. Ross beat Rhea for the Raw Women's title. And then <laughs> Charlotte beat Nikki Cross. That sounds way more. I remember Nikki getting it. I just don't remember when. I know Nikki Cross had it for a hot minute. <laughs> ah, what the hell is that? Yeah, I think Nikki got it for like two weeks, but I don't I don't remember when. I don't I remember. When she Rhea cashed in on uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, Charlotte won it at Money in the Bank. Then it went that's, to Nikki. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, all right. So one point to Phoenix. Now the Impact Knockouts Championship for Travis. And we'll give you 20 seconds. Either way. Okay. The sequence is Madison Rain, Angelina Love, and Tara. Who came next? Mm. I don't know if I want to go Gail Kim or Awesome Kong or Mickey James. And they're probably all wrong, so safe bet for me, I'd say, would probably be uh, Gail Kim. Gail Kim. All right, sequence is Madison Rain, Angelina Love, Tara, and back to Madison Rain. Ah, gross. So, end of the first round, it is one to zero, two to Phoenix, which means Travis gets a choice in the next round, which is bell to bell. Uh, I'll give you two matches. You tell me which one lasted the longest. It's the easiest round of them all. Would you like, Travis, two Mickey James matches or two Batista matches? Mm. It's funny you just mentioned Mickey James. That's yeah, just... I'll go Mickey James. <laughs> all right. So, we have Mickey versus Trish at WrestleMania 22. And Mickey versus Victoria at New Year's Revolution 2007. Which one lasted the longest? Mickey and Trish. All right, we'll go WrestleMania. Stop the clock. Mickey and Trish was 8 minutes 48 seconds, which was surprisingly long for the women back in the day. Yeah, that's true. And Mickey Victoria was 6 minutes 50. Point to Travis. All right, we're tied. Can Phoenix break the tie? You have two Batista matches. First one. Batista versus Eddie Guerrero at No Mercy 2005. And Batista versus Edge at Judgment Day 2007. I'll go with Eddie. Go with Eddie for the world title. Okay. Batista and Eddie in Eddie's last pay-per-view match was 18 minutes, 40 seconds. Not bad. And Batista versus Edge was 10 minutes, 37 seconds. Point to you, too. It's 2-1. Which brings I just remember us... Batista taking all that Mexican food from Eddie. <laughs> yeah. This brings us to the final round. Obviously, it's 2-1. So if Travis gets this final round correct, we need a tiebreaker. The final round is name the card which 
unfortunately, is one of Phoenix's favorite rounds. But it's and also one. my oh. least favorite. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no, Billy. All right. Maybe when you started introducing the bloody dark matches. Well, <laughs> this card has one dark match. Of course. And I don't know who the fuck is that. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. The first match is Big Show versus Bam Neely with Chavo Guerrero. Uh, Pardon? Who? <coughs> I think he was a TNA guy. Bam Neely, he was uh, Chavo Guerrero's like bodyguard for a while when he feuded with CM Punk for the title, for ECW are title. We, are we supposed to do uh, the um, He's an ECW name of the too. show and the year? Is yeah. Both? Okay. Um, all right, time's up on the first match. Let's get to the main show with, with people we know. Um, first match, MVP versus Jeff Hardy. SummerSlam 2008. Holy shit. Let me, let me go through the rest of the can. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, <coughs> we had Glamorella versus Kofi Kingston and Mickey James for the IC and the women's titles. Um, Matt Hardy defeated Mark Henry for the ECW title by DQ. Uh, Mark Henry had Tony Atlas in his corner. <laughs> CM Punk versus JBL for the world title. Triple H versus the Great Cali for the WWE title. Batista versus John Cena. And main event, Hell in a Cell match between Undertaker and Edge. It was SummerSlam 2008. How do, f- how do you get that from MVP versus Jeff Hardy? I vaguely remember the... <laughs> The little mini feud. Um, when you said Big Show, who's your Band- cousin, and you gave him the answer? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what? I honestly didn't think he'd know it was SummerSlam unless he saw the poster because everybody remembers that poster. It's Ma- Maria on a jet ski. Mm. Uh, I knew when you said Big Show and Bam Neely, I r- roughly knew the year. I was just, uh, I've never heard of who Bam Neely. Bam Neely. <laughs> Uh, he, he did, he, he was in OVW, then he was in ECW for like a year. Uh, Guerrero's, uh, bodyguard. Yeah. Then he got released and went to the Indies for a little bit. And that's about it. There's really not much on him. So, um, congratulations to the first ever five time knowledge champion, the Phoenix. Five yeah, time. baby. Broke, broke right, somebody go chop and titty right now. <laughs> See, now this isn't good for me because now you've just motivated Travis to come after me even more. Even more. But it also means if you survive the first two challenges in the gauntlet, you got me at the end. Cool. And, and we, have, we haven't done trivia before. <laughs> oh, this could be fun. We've done two cinematic matches. Now we're going to go trivia. All right, so um, that's the title part of Tidal Wave out the way. Now, in other news, like we said, um, I watched SmackDown this week. How dare you? I'm just kidding. I know. Um, we've talked about Liv. Um, throughout the night, we also had Sami Zayn attempting to join the Bloodline. 
pretty much. Uh, just wanted to talk to Roman. And Uso's playing gatekeeper. I'm interested to see why they've thrown Sami Zayn into this. And also how it's going to end. It's probably just going to end with Roman. Like, Molly if I remember correctly, Sami would always run around with the bloodline. You're like, come on, I'm part yeah. of you guys and shit. Yeah, Sami's been trying to join for like months. Oh, really? The see, brightest Samoan I've ever read. This is what I've missed. He's like an honorary member, I think. Um, oh, another good thing about SmackDown this past week, Shinsuke was booked really strong, which I really like. It's about damn time. Um, also, the Viking Raiders were booked pretty strong. They just look like badasses destroying the, sure. the local tag team. The Rockers, the high school years. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, they ran into Kofi, and you know, New Day always has to win, so Kofi wins. Oh, yeah. But apart from that, they're, they're looking a lot more badass than they used to be under the Vince regime. Yeah, well, Vince ruined everybody, so. Yeah, uh, including the world title, which is now pretty much, even though Roman's got both titles, it's like exclusive to SmackDown somehow. So um, the big topic that we were going to talk about, does Raw need an interim world champion? Absolutely. At this point, yeah. yeah. Not even interim, just give him a world championship. I would say don't call it interim. Give him the WWE title back. Let Roman keep the universal for, you know, 10 million days. And give Raw the the title. Yeah, there's there's literally no point in Roman having both belts. It doesn't add anything to the fact that he's been champion forever. Like, literally, all he does, if he if he ever shows up on Raw, literally, all it does is he goes to the city, so say Milwaukee, he'll say, Milwaukee, acknowledge me. And then that's it. Like, yeah. literally, it's all he'll do on Raw. If if him having both titles is a reason to be on both shows, why is he mostly only on SmackDown? Bam. Still. Bam. You got that new contract, he doesn't need to. Money. Uh, we're supposedly having a draft soon, too, which should shake things up a little bit. But yeah, definitely Raw needs a world championship. Yeah, the yes, draft is next month, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, think it's, it's like first week in September, like the first Raw and SmackDown in September, I think. Cool, cool, cool. But you know, it's it's gonna be if the USA Network really wants to push and say, "Hey, we want exclusive talent on our show." Yeah. And like the problem with it is they released so many goddamn people that like you didn't have enough challengers for both titles. No, I, literally it's, nobody. It's, you fired like eighty percent of your roster. It's good in a way because they've put more focus on the U.S. title the last couple of weeks, but at the same time they still need a world champion. Yeah, I don't even want the WWE title back. I want the big gold belt back mm. apparently it's in triple h's office just come get it one fucking come on bob he's got one of them yeah he's come got on, one man. of them rick's got another one the one that uh, that rick has it's actually owned by his son-in-law and that one is the original like yeah. the original like one that was, the one that hogan spray painted on mm-hmm. that one good stuff now, if Raw was to have their own world title right now, who would it go to? I say Bobby Lashley. Yeah, he's your probably your top guy right now. He, I mean, everybody's really behind him as your, your current U.S. champ. Mm. Pass that belt off to 
somebody else. I mean, there was a, he just had a match uh, last Monday or this past Monday against somebody. It was a U.S. title match. It's like that could have been a good title change, but forget against who. Saw like the beginning, any part. Anyway, the um, point is, is like, yeah, he's he's one of your main event guys. And I'm, again, even though, yes, we we have the whole or the fans, I should say, are so fickle. that It's a matter of, oh, well, now we're finally pushing him now. Now we hate him. I think he's still the right guy. He's yeah. the guy to push. Yeah, he's on a you, roll right now. You know, if it was Vince, they'd probably put it on Omos. Yeah, give it to a giant, make fun of his Oh, there you go. He's so super strong. I don't know. <laughs> that or AJ. My other guess would be AJ. Yeah, a- AJ's carrying the flag right now, too. He's Yeah, he but he's also, like, not doing jackass shit. But he's still carrying that flag. But, you know, AJ's at that point in his career, and he's such an established talent that he doesn't need to. Like, he could literally do whatever he wanted. And it, it, it's, it's AJ Styles, like. You can't hate the guy. No, you can't. But then again, you have if this is going to be a brand new thing and you have to make a raw champ, they got the first one's going to have to stand out. And I think the only way to honestly do this and make it look good, there has to be some some buckery mm. in one of Roman's matches to where you have to split the titles. There's that would that. be nice. But like, make the two falls match. Like do add somebody. So add somebody in to make it a triple threat. Because we, we all know Drew's not going over. He's just he's not. And I think the thing to do is to have somebody get added to the match. Have them have Drew and Roman each pin that person. Then you have the question: Who wins? Who's the champion? I suppose you have to get handed the WWE title. Drew or Roman keeps the universal. A third person could be carrying cross. Yeah. In which case, I would say have Drew take the pin because if you're bringing somebody, if you're bringing Cross back, and his first match back, he takes an L. That's back to some Vince level bullshit. Yeah. Seriously. Or uh, don't hate me, people. Theory. I mean, I'd say know, yeah, just just so you can cash in and get that thing out the way. <laughs> yeah, that's a move. Oh, Not a bad one. I mean, like I could totally see, uh, like, you know, Chad making a loophole for it. You know, like the contract is for a title match, not titles. Right. Yeah, that's right. So you can just use a loophole on it, and Theory can pin them, and then Roman be like, "Nah, you can fucking have this one. I'm keeping this one." Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but then at yeah. the same time, I feel like the Usos will have to lose their title, at least one of them, at the same time. Though. And the, the problem with that is we need more tag teams, like. Oh yeah, we've got we've got street profits, Viking, whatever they're no, whatever they're calling them nowadays, right? And if you, Woods is hurt, so it's just Kofi. Biggie may never wrestle again. 
So who, who do we have? That's the problem with the women's division too. They just drawn up this tournament for the women's tag team titles and there's there's like three tag teams on there everybody else is just thrown together we all know why that match was put up was why that tournament was put together it's to bring back sasha and and naomi yeah and i guarantee it's gonna be uh eo and uh dakota winning it and then it's gonna be the same scenario that we had when cm punk came back in 2011 Sasha's music is going to hit. She and Naomi are going to come down to the ring with the other set of tag belts, and it's going to be that all over again. It's going to be the same exact thing. Yeah, they didn't even have enough tag teams when Naomi and Sasha were the champions. No. And we get that random tag team of uh, Nikita Lyons and who was it? Zoe Stark, was it? Yeah. But, uh, shit. Okay. okay. I don't even know who that is. And <laughs> the girl with ass and uh, Zoe Stark's the girl with kind of buff. Ass and yeah, I don't know who Zoe is. I don't she's either. She's uh, she's been on NXT for a while. She was knocking around in the black and gold thing. Um, really Wouldn't you see him with Eo at one point? Window. I think so. yeah, for a little bit. I think they were the uh, NXT women. Actually, yeah, they were. For like yeah, a day, she was champion with Eo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's also Oscar and Alexa thrown together. That is the weirdest team I've ever seen. <laughs> when my wife tells me that's a weird team, that's how you know it's a weird team. <laughs> yeah. Like, and they keep. It seems like they keep going back and forth with Alexa and whatever her gimmick is. Like, yeah, is she you know like the fiend type character? Or is she the old gimmick or? Yeah. I don't think they know. I don't think she knows. I don't think anybody knows. It's it's very much like Matt in AEW. She's just playing her greatest hits. Right? There yeah. you go. But at least she can still, you know, put together a coherent match. So yeah, and, and, and promo. There you go. That's it. Uh, yeah, so it's time for we got. Uh, we've got Tamina and Dana Brooke. Uh, EO and Dakota, obviously. Alexa and Asuka. We got Nikki, ASH, and Dewdrop. I'll try to make the team before. About as, as long as it took to crash that car backstage on Raw. <laughs> Which made no <laughs> sense, by the way. The greatest thing was they, they didn't even acknowledge it the whole night. It was just going on in the background. And then, of course, you had Dexter Loomis right at the end show up in the crowd. And then they are having interviews and shit, and they're just like, what happened to God? But, like, fucking interviews, all that you give a shit about. I'm like, like they didn't acknowledge there? it, but then they post, uh, WWE posts on their YouTube channel, Dexter Loomis shows up at Raw. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's if you're going to tell the story, it, continue with it. Like, keep it going. Like, don't say, you know... I'm hoping Triple H will eventually learn that he can't treat us like we're stupid. And that's the thing that Vince always did. I, I think he was going for like subtlety or realism where it's just ha- it just happens to be happening in the background. Like we're not pointing the camera at it and pushing it. That's Even though if you were interviewing somebody and you saw a car wreck in the background, you're probably going to go over. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know if I see a car crash going down the highway, I, I'm, I'm going to look. Especially if it's still there when you're interviewing somebody different half an hour later. 
and you can still see it in the background. Still see it. Um, nobody's helped them, and nobody's moved the fucking cars. <laughs> nobody did nothing. It's fucking ridiculous. We, uh, we also got Raquel and Aaliyah. Um, Zaya Lee and Shotzi. Yeah. Uh, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark and Natalia and Sonya Deville. There's some weird tag teams in what there. What in the shit? Sonya Deville and who? Natalia. Natalia. Okay. My brain is exactly fucking Feeney's face right now. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I think they brought back not, that. No sense. Does not Bola they used for the Rumble. I, you, look at, you look at this tournament and you look at the card and the lineup. But then you look at the AEW Trios tournament lineup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, that that's everything you want in a tournament for AEW Trios. Yes. But then you go over here, and then you're just randomly picking people that's stuck in limbo on even a developmental brand. They walked into catering and said, and just Put them right on in there. Like, I don't know. And they're literally all trios in this tournament. We got Death Triangle and Will Ospreay and Ozzy Open. Uh, Yeah. We got La Faction in Gobernables versus the Young Bucks and TBA, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, House of Black and Dark Order, Trustbusters and Best Friends. (laughs) Fucking I know what people have said, but I, I really hope House of Black comes away with it. We call them Team NXT in the TSK. Right. Because fucking hot damn. Fucking really? Right. Davari? I'm fucking Davari? Like, you really brought in. Ugh. And don't forget, don't forget, Mo, Brock Lesnar Jr. I don't care yeah. about Parker. That's fine. Bring, I, I figured somebody was going to want to use Parker. He has a look. That's fine. I don't care. But fucking really, really, you're going to bring in a fucking Davari. Really? Because then now here they all fucking come. At least I know who he is. I don't know who the fuck the third guy is. It was um, the fucking, it was goddamn homeboy got caught. He somehow got paid while fucking failing drug tests in NXT. It's, oh, um, he was what? Two dimes. Two dimes. When they go, that's my man, Faux Nichols. That's what I call him, Faux Nichols. <laughs> uh, his name now is, wait, it was Faux right Nichols. in front of me, uh, Slim J. Oh, it's Faux Nichols. Oh, yeah, get the Slim Jim digging. Fucking hell. Definitely a jobber in that one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they gotta be. So on on that topic, let's get into Dynamite. Uh, we kicked it off with another coffin match, which Darby won against Brody with a little assist from Sting. Jesus, there was a lot of blood on this show. Oh yeah, there was a lot of blood, especially in the fucking main event. Jesus. Um, but <laughs> Sting just pops out the coffin, kicks everybody's ass. It's great because like <laughs> Brody got jumped in the beginning, which you didn't see coming. The face paint on the on by the way, fucking awesome. Yeah. And then if, if we haven't talked about the physique of goddamn the, the House of Black alone, I mean, they all look, they've all gotten in way better shape, especially Brody King. If you've seen him on the indie scene compared to now, dude is really trimmed up, so good for him. But this fucking tax skateboard, man, I don't know how it, fu- it, it fucked, it fucked Brody up, bro. He was leaking. 
all around. He was pouring blood. I was like, dude, that was bad. But then just the fucking perfect ending. Quite yeah. literally the perfect ending. They 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 mimic the the whole him getting uh Darby getting ch- uh, hung basically, but he falls as perfectly as you can be, like knees first, plopped right into the fucking uh, coffin, door slammed shut. You swear to God, it was rigged that way. It was awesome. <clears throat> uh, and then we just mentioned La Faction defeated Lucha Bros, and again, it just. Penta needs to like just staple that fucking mask on or something. Well, I mean, okay, this one I really like though because, and first and foremost, for for the couple of people that I saw on TikTok this morning, bitching about how Roosh was out of place. I need you guys to do a little bit of research. I need you guys to look up a guy named Conan, and I need you to understand that not every fucking Hispanic is gonna be a Ray Phoenix. Is gonna be a fucking pentagon. Is they're not. There's going to be heavyweights. Wh- who do we just talk about? Fucking DC. Who we bring up last week? Um, La Parca. Yeah. The heavyweight luchador. Not everybody's gonna be a high flyer. So he, yeah, he's gonna be a little out of place. But as far as the pentagon thing with the mask, I love the spot. They tied his mask. He didn't want to lose, so he sacrifices himself. I mean, he had, his face was all fucking painted up and shit, but. <laughs> I was, I am kind of with the point. I'm like, motherfucker, get him a chin strap. Yeah. And like, when you got a fucking lock tie or something. God damn. Um, Ricky Starks, no shoes, Ricky, St- no stocks, no stocks, oh, no Ricky Starks. Um, his star continuing to rise now, but now he seems to be feuding with QT as well as Hobbs. Now, why, why is QT keep getting TV time? Because nobody turns down the faction. I laughed so hard when he said that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I like when they brought out the chair and everything, which was a horrendous fucking attempt at hit swinging a chair by Camarado. Um, I was just, I was waiting for Hook. Who's who say he could shave his back? That's what I want to know. <laughs> who say, who told Nick Camarado to shave his back? I almost didn't know who he was. I swear to God. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's massive. Wait, that's not Camarado. No, it's not. And then I've seen his face all like, and I'm, oh, yeah, it is him. It was it was the same guy that uh, told Buddy he could beef up. Oh, yeah, come on, bud. Let's go. Let's get, let's fucking just get gigantic while you're here. Um, But, yeah, Rick Ricky's getting super over. Nobody's. Oh, I mean, he was pretty. He was pretty over last week. And now they're just building the momentum. Yeah. Hobbs looks like he's going to be a gigantic monster. He's stopped destroying four hundred dollars TVs though. <laughs> Starks is going to be a guy. He's a guy. He's got a look. You know, he he's young. He looks good. He's a guy that you can build your company around. You know, and I'm not sure. I gotta see how old he is. Honestly, he's in his thirties. Ricky is he in his twenties? I'm he's pretty 30s. sure he's like young rock age. He's 32. Oh, okay. Ah, so, I mean, and looking at how a lot of guys are nowadays, he could go at least another, you know, 18, 20 years. If he stops getting dropped out of his fucking neck. And he's a star, and now companies are realizing it. And good for Ricky Starks, because now when his contract comes up, I fully expect there to be a bidding war for him. Yeah. 
that's the reality of what has become of the E. Now we're going to get bidding wars for people. And you know what? It's so great for the talent because it means oh, yeah. that they can make more money. Thank you. Finally pay them. I'm, I'm all about that part. I mean, a, a, a lot's going to depend on the whole situation with uh, AEW's TV deal, though, and what uh, Warner Discovery is going to do, which you know, I, I, I'm not holding my breath on them. Um, as for the TBS title, it, it just seems kind of random bringing in Madison Rain, especially to face Jade when you just know Jade's going to win. Well, Madison Rain, I guess, is there to be a, help be a coach. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. But then why the fuck is she getting a TBS title shot? <laughs> and then why the fuck are you guys going eight minutes? She's right. got her in her paycheck, Mo. She's got her in the paycheck. Then train longer. <laughs> you understand me? Make the classes longer, make the sessions longer, hit make the fucking weight room. I don't know, do something. But this was not this was not the move. Um, no, this was all bad. I mean, I, I've never been a fan of Madison Rain. Not never, never will be. She I was hoping she would at least make Jade look good. And not that was not the case. Yeah. Um, Madison's kinda like I don't know, I want eight years out of date. She yeah. was she was pretty good in like the original Beautiful People run for a few yeah. good few years there, and then afterwards she's just been kind of bland. Ever since she married Josh Matthews, actually. Yep, that's <laughs> exactly all, what I was going to say. Realize, it's all his fault. Yeah, yeah. You know, was, it's easy. To, I'll blame him. I don't give a shit, right? What was it? Um, a, was it AJ Leo said it's uh, talent isn't sexually transmitted. Maybe uh, maybe maybe it's sucked away though. Right, definitely. <laughs> You know, honestly, I think at this point, we need Jade in the uh, women's title picture. Yes. You know, I think she needs to be the one to uh, take the strap off Thunder Rosa. Um, I don't know what's going on with the women's division because I'm looking at their roster now and I'm like, it's actually fairly stacked. It is. Like, they got a great, you got fucking Ruby Soho. You got Athena in there. Like, there is no reason neither one of them could not be TBS champion by now. Yeah. And Jade moved to the women's. I personally, I don't like Jade. But would I be okay with her going into the uh, world women's title picture? Absolutely. That's fine. Because, like, there's no point. They need to put over some new talent. And you're going to sign all these huge stars former wwe stars you do it with adam cole you do it with cm punk you do it with any new hire from the release of the men's and they get put over instantly they get put into a faction but if you're a woman you just get put on dark and barely ever seen again and i don't like that i don't like that one bit now, I think it's shaping up to be Athena's the one to take the title off, J- off Jade and Jade then moving on to the World Women's title. I mean, I, I do like Jade a lot more than I used to, that's for sure. But she's the only woman they're pushing. Mm-hmm. And you got this whole frenemies thing going on with Thunderstorm. Yeah. Like, not only that, but they're really not even making uh, Thunder Rosa like a, a, a credible champion she's just no. she's, she's not been likeable. hanging on to it well, it's like every it, 
seems like she's always just barely scraping by and getting the W. Like she always just seems to be rubbing people the wrong way as well. There's something like not very likable about Fonda Rosa. She be sniffing motherfuckers. Yeah, sandbagging. (laughs) She she's she's the good underdog on a hunt. Yeah. But once she reaches it, it just dies. It stops. It, she needs the hunger for something, but she don't. She she's got what she wants, so it it, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I think you know it, it's yeah. similar to like what what Mick Foley was. You know, you love to see the hunt for the title. Like you you want to see them. You know, get it, and you get that moment where they finally get it, and then live. Liv Morgan. Bingo. Bingo. This is what bugs me about Liv, thing. because Liv's actually been pretty good Yeah. as champ. Other than that yeah. shitty SummerSlam finish, she's done nothing wrong. I, no. She's been a, in my opinion, Liv has been a better world champion than Thunder Rosa. Yeah. But if Thunder Rosa comes out, she's not going to get booed. No. But Liv does. It don't make sense. It, it's just stale. Very fickle. Very fickle. And then Dynamite main events. Did Chris Blade? Did he get busted the hard way? Actually, yeah, hard I think way. Said on he, the, on the post. His, he hit his head on the buckle and split wide open. He was wide open. That he shit also was has, just dripping. I don't think he broke his nose. I think he's had a broken nose and yeah. just it, yeah. Was, they, was that a couple weeks ago? It, yeah, it was uh, from the barbed wire match with Eddie yeah. Kingston. So I guess it started to reopen up on top a little yeah. bit there, Eesh. and then uh, I thought, of course, goddamn John, he's the new Cody. He's got a fucking gig for whatever. But then again, and I've said this before, these fucking camera guys. I swear to God, I swear to God, this they always love to get it. Your fucking Mox is on the outside. And the whole earring spot happened, and this guy's fucking digging into his forehead. And I'm like, why are you, like, digging into your forehead? And then, oh, quick camera cut. Shit, we saw him gig. Then we go back, and he's putting the blade away. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay. And he sits, and he also gigged his ear, if anybody wants to know. He actually gigged his ear because he's a fucking Pat Buckery. Exactly. But I was just like, fucking goddamn, man, really? And then a four-minute walls of Jericho through a commercial. Oh, my four God. Four minutes. <laughs> and then the sec, the I, it wouldn't have been so damn bad if it wasn't picture in picture. Yeah. If, yeah. It, if they just went straight to a commercial, it would not have been that bad. But, like, you're, you're not, I don't, I don't know the best way to say it. But well, you're not making this shit believable. Thank you. I, I didn't watch it on the fight stream this week. It it was the uh, TB, TBS stream. So imagine how much worse it would have been on fight where they didn't go to picture in picture. They just stayed with the match. And you still had the commentary for those four minutes. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, it would have been boring as shit. I, I personally hated this entire fucking match. I, there, I didn't like it. I think Chris Jericho looked great. Um, 
he he looked like fucking Chris Jericho. Like yes, I I, I loved it. I loved Jericho, his I energy. It. He looked great. He looked healthy. Um, he even cut some good moves. You know, he he hit a good a few good spots. But Moxley, after that ear gimmick, he it's like he gave up. Like it felt like he did not care anymore. He wasn't like he was half-assing the uh, just almost everything. Like he wasn't selling that well. I mean, or anything. Two things saved the match. One was the excessive amount of blood. Yeah. One one of which was an accident. Um, and I don't know if you've seen Dynamite yet, Phoenix, but sorry for the major spoiler. CM Punk's return. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, that, that was he cared about. That, I mean, that was even after the match, so yeah. I'm not even gonna like that. Doesn't and in, even and in fairness, it was spoiled for me too because I didn't watch it till this morning. You know, but uh, he looks good. You know, a lot, a lot of people said he was still limping, but I didn't really see him limping yeah, that big much. Limp. Yeah, Punk was amazing. Like he looked like he's ready. He, this is how I feel like he should have came. Like return to wrestling, looking like this. He was emphasizing that his knees recovered, like he was bouncing on the ropes, and yeah. you know, um, well, it's his foot. Not his knee, it's his foot. And that's it wasn't, it wasn't when he jumped the into the crowd and like his shin I don't just think smacked into the barrier. It's the top of his foot is what smacked the barricade, and he had a broken right. foot. Jesus. And then after doing the fucking slingshots and landing on a broken foot, he aggravated the fuck out of it like a dumbass. But no, again, now maybe call it the, the keen sports eye or a guy that's actually tried to cover up injuries before. But you're, I, I kid you not, I am not a medical professional by any fucking means necessary. But that motherfucker is still hurt. That foot is extremely sore. He should not have been fucking doing a goddamn thing on it let alone trying to do any moves. I mean, we were cracking jokes about it. Oh, I'm not going to catch you jumping off the thing because my broke-ass foot. No, his foot is, he was hurt. And then, and you noticed it go away when he hit the ring, when he got the pop from the crowd, when he got that adrenaline. Then he started to walk a little normal. But if you watch him come down from that ramp, he looks, he's doing this the whole fucking way. And it's super noticeable. Well, again, maybe just to me, but no, he's, at I least don't he think he's it. ready, and I, I, I'm worried about it. I'm worried about it. At least he played it relatively safe. Like, he didn't hit a GTS or anything. He was just throwing people out of the ring, clotheslining them with a the ring, stepping out of the way. If yeah. he sticks to doing this, like, this kind of thing, and maybe put him in with some, like, some trios matches with FTR to where, you know, he doesn't really have to get physical... I mean, okay, but my whole thing, though, is not with that shit. It's with Boss Man, you know, with TK constantly doing the whole Cody, the I've got a big announcement, or this is don't miss, or let your product speak for itself. Yeah. Simple as that. Let your product speak for itself. And also it, cut the black blackout shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I said many that, times. I've expected that though. Is anytime I see anybody, any member of the House of Black, I'm saying really expect a, a fucking blackout. But yeah, no, I'm with that move. You got to get rid of that. 
it and and as far as the announcement things like it's it's he's get I will admit he's getting better. You know, they're they're telling you pretty much if you want to know more about um, you know, the dynamite card or whatever, you got to turn into Rampage like we got told like if you want to know more uh, matches that are on the card, got to watch Rampage, you know, uh I personally think they could have probably dragged out Danny Garcia and fucking B Dry two out of three till the pay per view, but I don't know. Maybe B Dry is going on hiatus again. He does have an announcement this week? So, oh jeez, it's fucking twenty fourteen all over again. Fourteen, fifteen. I, I mean, though. I really hope not. Yeah, same. But he, he has been really working the shit out of himself since coming to AEW, especially the little feud with Hangman. Oh, yeah. Worked the shit out of that. And then again, he's going to go two out of three against D- against Garcia. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe this was his way of just like, oh, hey, I'm back and I'm going hard as hell. Who knows? Yeah. Again. Um, Punk and Mox looking good in the face-off, though. Oh, yeah. That looks and we've good. still got... Just under a month till all out. About three weeks, yeah. So take it easy, Punk. Don't aggravate that fucking foot again. Yeah, I, I don't want to see. see Punk. I'm gonna say, TK, you're fucking listening. I better not see this cat in no matches. No matches. Not nothing. Nowhere. I actually, you know what? Keep it better on. I want all of his goddamn promos to be back, motherfucking stage. Pre-tape them. Pre-tape. All that. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. That was that was dynamite. So let's move on to guess the wrestler. Let's put our detective skills to the test. I wonder who this could possibly be. Guess the wrestler. He's the bestler, better than all the wrestler. I want to challenge one of these fucking nerds. Do it. All right, which one of you nerds want to do it? <laughs> I'll do Phoenix. it. Yeah, that boy. I was about to say Phoenix scratching. He said that's what him raised. But all yeah, right. he, I already won a knowledge title. Leave me alone. Right, exactly. <laughs> all right, hold on. Now i got to find you a good one. Uh, he had a fucking M.M. Hickory? Oh, he didn't. Spoiler. Oh, he didn't. I'm talking about that one. Uh, there we go. All right. All right, uh, your time begins after I give you the first acclimating. He is a one-time IWGP Tag Team Champion with Big Van Vader. If you have any, like, if you want to know anything, like, where he wrestled or whatever, you got to throw out guesses there, Haas. Let's see, what else was going Two-time WCW Tag Team Champion. Once with Chris Canyon and another one with Diamond Dallas Page. Hmm. Here we go. I got one for you. This one might spark some some stuff oh, in your brain. I know what this. E one time ECW World Television Champion. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Anybody take a guess on this one? Nah, you you can take it. I don't give a shit. Here we go. ECW heavyweight champion. Mo, I got. I know what it is. Let's go. What do you got? Scott Bam Bam Bigelow. 
Yes, sirs. Bam Bam Bigelow is correct. I'm about to say, when I seen he teamed with Big Van Vaderus, that's fucking mean team right there, boy. See, if you if you hadn't gone with that one first, the, most of the other clues, I would have said Vader. There you go. <laughs> All right, now for the A-B of Retro Re... SMR Podcast Network. You should be listening. All right, so fun thing is, guess what? Finals are over. Retro's coming back. But again, remember, we say September is when we begin... But special news isn't happening because I just realized legit how close I was to these. And these are always fun to do. So when Retro returns, again, I forget what fucking day it's going to end up being. I want to give an actual date out because it's going to be fun that well, way. Well, you find the date and let me say, all right, I got to go. Y'all have fun. Finish the show. Phoenix, congratulations on beating me and becoming champ again. Moses, welcome to House of Ashes. Dazzy. Fuck you, PC. See you next time. <laughs> That's how you do an right. outro right there. I know, it's a great one. I like that. As, so, as he jams, uh, September the 5th, we're coming back hard and heavy, and it's actually going to be two retro pay-per-views, which is going to end up being uh, fucking goddamn, I just have the names in my head. Hold the hell on. Oh, that's right. Uh, Survivor Series 1996, and I believe I've got... I forget the one for WCW. I think it's... Uh, no, World War Three. That's what it oh. is. World War Three. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I was going to say Fall Brawl. That's what I thought, too, but no. World War Three first. Cool. All right, and now we're going to finish it up with the Geek of the Week and the Best of the Week. First up, this week's Geek of the Week. So my geek of the week is actually an entire faction because like every time I see them, they just scream fucking geek to the point where one of them throws pencils at you. And yes, I'm talking about the fucking lovely group of G Lethal, Satnam Singh, and big tall motherfucker right now. I can't remember his name. Satnam Singh. Satnam Singh. Okay, Satnam Singh. Who's the fucking little dude? Sanjay. Sanjay Dutt. Thank you. Fucking goddamn Sanjay. I have to fast forward when Sanjay speaks. Satnam Singh has to be literally directed where to go at all fucking times. They had a fucking segment where they talked, and he was like, hey, I need you to stand right here, and then you're going to move over there. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm watching Sanjay Dutt give this guy cues where to fucking go. And the fact that, like, Jay Lethal's willing to keep himself around these guys makes him a, a fucking geek just uh, via accessory. So that is my geeks of the week. Fucking nerds. Geeky by association. Uh, God damn it. Okay, on the plus side, this is this week's bestler of the week. He's the best wrestler. Um, it's somebody who should have been booked like this a long time ago, 
And with the Vincesaurus finally extinct, it seems Papa H is finally putting him back where he belongs. So this week's best sort of week goes to Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for spending your Thursday with us. Here's the socials again. You can find us on the evil Twitter machine at Max in UK at the Captain Five One Two and SMR Podnet. Check out the website maxrassing.net and don't forget to hit the sub or follow button on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the socials. I almost turned it into Dan Housen then. On all the socials, hit the follow button. The evil follow, follow button. button. <laughs> I will cast you. I've been the Cap. He's been Mo. We've also had the Phoenix. Thank you very much. Anytime. And congratulations. Actually, I just figured out, even though it's like called Max and Tidal Wave, it's just a regular episode this week. And it's the first time the knowledge title has ever changed hands on a regular episode and not like a event. So History making. First time for everything. Yep. Yeah, fucking fifth time for you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, DC Daniel Crimmins. Thank you very much. Appreciate you waking up, handling this yeah. business, making sure that this guy knows that you can't just show up and not do nothing. I don't, duck, I don't duck a challenge. I never said you did. But. And uh, now listen up, you pants on that geeks. This is what Moses has for you this week. That's right. There it is. Here we go. TikTok's going to keep rocking how we go. Make sure you follow Max Wrestling UK on TikTok and all the other fun socials, as we've already stated. You know Retro is coming back September the 5th. What you don't know, what you don't know, is Retro, is not Retro, but Bolt Rant comes back hard and heavy this week. Why? Because preseason starts, baby. We got to talk preseason. So preseason happens game one against the fucking in-town rivals, the LA Rams. I mean, granted, preseason don't mean jack shit, but you get to hang out. You get to watch Guys like Justin Herbert looking fantastic on the sidelines, checking a look at this team that, according to all the experts, is bound for the Super Bowl because, well, it's our fucking year. So if you want to catch Bolt Rant, y'all already know where to go. SMRPodNet is the place to be. I'm going to chop fucking Feeny right in the titty. We'll see you around a bit. Um, a roundhouse kick your groin. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> Man, you two aren't even facing each other. <laughs> All right, and I was about to say, right. I was like, haven't we had like a like two and a half year long? <laughs> uh, and a former champion hightailed it out of here, but thank you also to Travis Walker Anderson. You can find him at Walker underscore TA ninety two. And with that said, join us next week. Before we go, can I just ask one question? Yes. Sure. Why do people keep attacking me from behind? Oh, that's right. Promo uh, slam. Yeah. What it's the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Like, you didn't even see who? You look like no. an easy target, that's all. <laughs> no, I, I just saw the hammer. I don't know. I don't know who attacked me. I don't know why. This is what happens when you work nights. I don't know. Yeah. Blame it on working nights. Funny you should mention it, though, because my gavel's gone missing. Oh. Any idea who took it? No. Mm. I think it's those uh, shady ashes guys. What the fuck? That's, what you the know fuck? what? 
let's look back at the footage and have it during the week and we'll come back to it next week. There you go. There's a reason. Join us next week. Um, we don't have a pay-per-view for another three weeks, I think. Clash at the Castle. Um, obviously, we'll have predictions then. So for the next couple of weeks, let's just keep enjoying the rejuvenation of WWE thanks to Triple H. In the meantime, you've been watching the Cap and Mo plus very special guests this week on Tidal Wave. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Stop bleeding everywhere, goddamn. <laughs>